Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your Fantasy Sports Radio News Update. Major League Baseball pitchers in the NL and Interleague are still going to take at-bats, at least for now. MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred says the universal DH will not come into play yet, and the main focus in Major League Baseball will be pace of play initiatives. Other ideas to speed up the game are going to have to wait, but these guys are really looking to speed up these games, make them quicker. They don't want these guys to be out there forever. Cleveland Indian star Francisco Lindor, bad news today. He might not be ready for the season. Uh, Lindor is going to be out seven to nine weeks with a right calf strain. The Indians open up the regular season March 28th versus Minnesota, so only weeks away there. Lindor, who finished sixth in MLB voting there, 288 with 38 home runs, 95 RBIs, and 25 stolen bases to boot last season. A great year for the Indians, so we'll see what happens there. And Cleveland also signing veteran infielder Matt Joyce today. The baseball free agent signing market has been slow, and maybe because Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, these guys are playing chicken with each other. Seems like today reports indicate they're waiting each other out. One wants to see what the other is going to be getting paid, and they're going to wait and wait and wait. Both guys are seeking deals in excess of $300 million. Aside from the Padres and Giants, the White Sox, Phillies, and Yankees have expressed varying degrees of interest in Harper and Machado, but still no deals are done. Let's take a look at golf right now. Live action from Pebble Beach, and it's a very, very cold and windy day there. Scott Langley right now, he's on fire. He leads at 11 under. Phil Mickelson, one shot bat at 10 under and me and Gabe talked about Jordan Spieth he is in the mix 10 under par he's got the putter going good value for him this week and only one shot off the lead and Anthony Davis is going to play again but it's going to be a lot less what are we going to talk about tonight in DFS he's expensive we'll see if he's going to be worth it but one thing is for sure his average of 37 minutes is going to go down and the Pelicans also saying today if not most all back-to-back situations he won't be playing so moving forward he's going to be a tough pick the Denver Nuggets close to I know. Hey, can you believe this? <laughs> I what know. It's unbelievable. I know. It gets harder and harder to defend the NBA. I got to tell you. Uh, you said it, Morency. These guys want people to play these games. You're either playing or you're not playing. Like, it's like, okay, you want it to be traded, so you know, you're going to have to play since you're getting paid, but don't worry. We'll only play you, you know. We'll only play you sometimes. Don't worry about it. Like, it's just, it's gotten to the point of ridiculous right now. That's the thing. You guys are making, they're making tons of money to play a game, too, and all, all the time you're going to be sitting out. But, you know, Gabe, we talked about the Nuggets. I got a good story for you. We forgot about this. It's kind of like a trade deal, but we didn't remember. But guard Isaiah Thomas, I know he's uh, not the same guy he wants to be, but he's been assigned to the G League today as he continues his rehab. Thomas hasn't played since March 2018 when he was with the Lakers, but the 30-year-old is on the mend right now, former All-Star, and he signed a one-year deal with Denver last July, and he's getting closer and closer, maybe some points off the bench. That could be good news for the Nuggets there, because one thing we know about Thomas, he can chuck. Eight games in the NBA hardwood tonight. Knicks and Detroit. Pistons minus eight and a half total, 206. Denver at Philadelphia. Sixers minus four there, over under 229. Cleveland at the Washington Wizards. Wizards, big favorites here. Nine and a half, over under 220 and a half. Chicago at the Brooklyn Nets in your backyard. Nets, eight and a half point faves, total 224 and a half. Milwaukee and Dallas. Bucks, seven and a half point favorites on the road. 222 and a half. Golden State at Phoenix. 
Phoenix Warriors, big 15-point favorites there, 231. Minnesota at the Pelicans, as we mentioned. Anthony Davis will play. Pelicans minus 6, 232. We don't know for how long. And Miami and Sacramento Kings, three-point faves, 218. Oakland Raiders GM Mark Davis is trying to keep the Raiders in the Bay Area for 2019, but options are dwindling, and it seems like nobody wants these guys. We already talked about the mayor of San Francisco beat it. Levi Stadium said, we don't want you. Oracle Stadium, bye. So right now, no stadium deal. Their Vegas Stadium will be ready in 2020. The Raiders still without a home there. And in the NHL, Columbus sniper Artemi Perinen, he's uh, changed agents. He's got the same agent as his teammate Sergei Bobrovsky as the trade deadline moves there. So interesting stuff. Two guys that might be dealt, both with the same agent. Just one game on NHL ice tonight. Carolina fresh off that 6-5 win in Buffalo last night. Is at MSG to take on the New York Rangers. Right now, Kane's laying 120 total in that game. Six game and NCAA night. Huge Ivy League and Metro Atlantic action. We don't discriminate. Niagara and Marist. Marist 3-145. Canisius and Ryder. Ryder nine-point favorites, 151. Princeton at Yale in the Ivy League. Le- Yale minus eight, 136.5. Penn at Brown. What can Brown do for you? Straight pick, 141. Cornell at Dartmouth. Dartmouth minus three, 138.5. Columbia at Harvard, 10.5 points for the Big Red there, 130. Quinnipiac at Iona. Iona four-point favorites, 157. Your backyard, Siena and Manhattan. Siena miss, goes down smooth. They're two-and-a-half road favorites. Total, 112. Yes, I said 112, and a good one in the A-10 at least. St. Louis taking on St. Joe's in the Atlantic 10. Billikens, two-and-a-half-point favorites, 134. A couple more, Georgia Southern and UL Monroe, straight pick, 162. Kent State at Akron, Zips, four-point favorites, minus 135. And Georgia State hosting UL Lafayette, Lafayette, minus one. There you have it, everybody. That's the board tonight. That's my boy, Gabe Brentsy. I'm Red Heat. Stick around. Sports talk, laughs, DFS betting, and a whole lot more. We got Steve Merrill. We got Babano. Stay tuned, everybody. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions, Ready Eat Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeartRadio. Let's do this thing. It's Friday. Got a full slate of games, as you just heard uh, Cam uh, break down. Steve Merrill will join us uh, a little bit later on in the program. We'll talk uh, some college basketball uh, with Steve uh, Merrill. We'll talk uh, NBA basketball throughout the program. We'll talk uh, Alliance of American Football uh, throughout the program. There's been live movement and... uh, I think I can take responsibility for it, actually, this morning, to be honest. As we started talking about uh, the Alliance uh, games and the board started lighting up and points started dropping. And I don't know, unless people started just randomly betting this thing at about 922 this morning. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll we'll break that down. Babano will join us. Uh, Babano breaks down everything. Babano bets on uh, hockey, uh, college basketball, NBA basketball. And, of course, uh, we got Pebble Beach going on right now, Cam, too. Yeah, and I'll tell you something, man. There's actually big things happening at Pebble Beach, Gabe. Uh, The weather... 
cold, windy. Guys are wearing uh, like sweatshirts and stuff like that. It looks so. You want to be a guy with an early tee off right now, like guys in the clubhouse. Phil Mickelson, ten under. Good news. You know what I mean? All the guys we have that are like wrapping up. Big, big advantage. If you got a late tee off time, you're going to be in big trouble coming down the stretch. Like Phil Mickelson had it to eleven. He had some uh, three bogeys in a row. He just got back a birdie at the end. This course is wreaking uh, havoc on these guys, so it's going to get only uh, harder for them out there. Looks cold. Phil's lingering, though, just one shot off he the lead. He is lingering, I know. Phil, Phil came to play this Phil. week. Yeah, ah. man. Phil will fade, you know, fade, though. That's the one thing about Phil. It's hard we to underest- four rounds together. We underestimate his greed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, he's only got a couple <laughs> of years left. Yeah. He's made, for all we know, I don't know, maybe he's like, you know what, i got to make a lot of money this year. Yeah, I'm starting, you know, this, this is the year I'm going to go hard, yeah. hard, hard. His daughter might be going to college, like he's got a family and stuff. I, I, I think Amy probably says, hey, Phil, I think she has ex- expensive taste. When you see her on the sideline, she's like dripping in like, uh, you know, Burberry gear and all that other stuff. That doesn't come cheap. So, yeah, she's probably like, Phil, more T10s, please. <laughs> so I see uh, Langley monorail is still uh... <laughs> monorail monorail we put North, North Haverbrook on the map monorail yeah Langley won't go away this guy's like a bad uh, rash he's just hanging yeah, around Langley's uh, Langley's lingering uh, at the top of the board still he is but he's hey George Speed. we talked about under. him Gabe 10 under for speed watch out can't believe play this week can't believe I know Really, he really did. I can't believe Lucas Glover's head under, too. This son of a bitch screws me all the time when I take him in DFS. Yeah, I did take him this week. All right, well, all that and more. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Renzi alongside Cam Stewart. We'll check in with the uh, Pebble Beach leaderboard. But, of course, last night was the NBA All-Star uh, draft. I didn't watch it. I'm an NBA fan, but whatever. I'm not going to watch, you know, the little uh, – I was actually watching games uh, that was going on. But, you know, it's amazing. Even, like, in an NBA, something that's supposed to be fun. LeBron always has, like, a his own personal agenda with everything. So you noticed last night, Cam, every player he took was a free agent. Like, every, everyone he drafted. Yeah. Everyone, like, pretty much everyone he drafted was a free agent, right? So it basically affords him the opportunity, like, to be in the room with them, to talk to them. It's, like, it's so transparent what he just did. And, you know, it's like, ha, 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 there's LeBron. You know, he, he plays up, man. He plays up, like, the smile and the Sprite. Hey, you want a nice Sprite and stuff? Right. You just got to put yeah. a knife in your back pretty fast, too. It's like, yeah. I, oh, I got to tell you. Dave Blatt about that, you know? He's not that nice. And the Sprite commercial, his friend's really sweating of sweat. And he doesn't re- He actually waits and lingers to give him the Sprite. He he was kind of torturing him in the commercial. If you're looking it up close, the guy's per- perspiring down his face. LeBron, hey, want some more hot sauce with that Sprite? Yeah. No, trust me. It's like that. You notice his buddy? I'm, I'm done with this guy. I'm, I, 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 his buddy like the ego on commercial? 
He looks like Eric Dickerson. <laughs> he actually does. Yeah, the guy who's sweating with the hot sauce. Yeah, he looks like Eric Dickerson light. You're right. He's got the same kind of head structure and glasses, but I'm done with LeBron. Wait, we all know LeBron's a great player, but I'm so sick and tired of the modern athlete. Like, me, me, me. Oh, I'm the best. Look at all they're doing. They don't have to deal with me. Well, a lot of these teams, uh, you know, off air, you brought up a great point. Like, the Raptors team is to- yeah, so to- LeBron, totally different now. You know, the guy's such a clown. Like, it's unbelievable. LeBron says that all the teams in the East are stockpiling yeah. uh, pallet because He's yeah. not there. Yeah. They don't, be, they don't have to go through him anymore. So that's why these teams are doing this. Yet, I say, fine. You know what? Go go back to Cleveland, LeBron. Drop your ass on the Cleveland Cavaliers. And the Raptors would beat you. The Raptors didn't have, like, Kawhi Leonard last year, right? So the Philadelphia 76ers are a better basketball team. But like you stated, he thinks everything's just about him, right? That yeah. the, the entire league, like, revolves around him and you know, people wake up in the morning and, you know, that that's, you know, I got into it with Corey about that earlier in the week. He's, you know, he's a big LeBron uh, defender. And I was saying about how even Chris Webber and Baron Davis and Shaquille O'Neal were, were saying, you know, LeBron and the Lakers got to stop, like, sort of tampering and saying they want players and just go out and play and handle their business behind the scenes. And Corey's like, oh, Chris Webber's jealous of LeBron James. And I'm like, why would Chris Webber be jealous? Like, Chris Webber has hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, his life is just fine. Like, not everybody wants to be LeBron, but LeBron, LeBron thinks that, like, the basketball universe revolves around him because the media revolves around him for the most part, right? That's, that's the whole thing. Like, LeBron gets credit when his teams win, and his teammates get uh, the blame when they lose. That's the way it works with yep. him. It's always yep. been that way. It's that way now. You know, like, he didn't hit the game winning. Rondo hit the shot last night, right? Yeah, he had 28 points, but other guys stepped up big. The Lakers scored a million points last night. But, ooh, LeBron wins the game last night, right? Yeah, LeBron played the other night when they lost by 42, but it was like, oh, the rest of the Lakers sucked yesterday. That's why they lost by 42. Look at Cleveland. Look what he did to J.R. Smith that time, dude. When J.R. Smith made oh, yeah, the mistake yeah, yeah. in the playoff yeah, game. Yeah, he hung him up. That's what he does. He hangs yeah. out guys He made a big he, face. He put his hands yeah, out. I he know. made a big wah, production. Wah. When they went to the bench, it was it was overtime, too. When he went to the bench, it was overtime. And instead of, like, regrouping and him saying, all right, don't worry, I got this, he pouted. He, he didn't listen to, to Lou when he talked in the huddle. And they ended up losing in overtime after. It's like maybe if your attitude would have been different, you would have won that game uh, in overtime. I think it was game one, too, that happened in. I think it was right out of the gate that game. You know, like, that's just his thing. But... You know, J.R. Smith was the one that got mocked for that, right? Not LeBron being a dickhead teammate at the time. No, it drives me nuts, too. Like, look at the stars of the past that we've dealt with. Like, you can look at Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? He gave credit to Scottie Pippen and all the other guys. John Stockton, Malone, a consummate team professionals, all the way down the list. He's the only modern superstar. Like, what kind of what kind of leader sits 10 feet away from guys at the end of the be- bench and pouts when he when he does this? Stuff? It's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous to me, and I'm not a fan. I don't like the man personally. I'll give him credit. He's a great basketball player. He's a phenomenal athlete. He can do whatever he wants. But you know what, Gabe? Just the attitude and the me stuff, it really pisses me off, and I would just like to see this guy get get his uh, coming-ups. I'd love this team not to make playoffs, and, you know, I'd like to see him go away, personally. I'm just not a fan of anything that he does. It's all you see. You said it. I've never seen a more individual star, man. Like, other guys are playing in the game, too, and he treats his teammates like junk. The um, You know what? I'm sort of in a way that I don't mind him personally. Like, when he's not, when it has nothing to do with basketball, like, I don't mind him. But it seems like anything with, like, basketball, man, like, he's, 
or at least I'll say I try to not dislike him, but he makes it hard for me. Yes. Like, yes. you know, and it's, it's, you know, I used to like Kevin Durant a lot, too, and I'm not a big Kevin Durant fan now either. He's a great player, Kevin Durant, but same thing. You know, these guys, they think it's the money, dude, you know? Kevin Durant has so much money. Like, the, his shoe deal is worth, like, $350 million. You know, he's going to sign now. He's going to sign a contract for, like, you know, another 250 or whatever. It's a lot of money, dude. You know, like, you, when you're moving in on a billion dollars and stuff, right? Like, look at Dana White. Look how Dana White changed over the years with the UFC. Dana White used to be a cool dude. You know, yeah, and he, you're became, right. he became sort of a multimillionaire. And he was still cool. He was funny. And it was like, hey, you know. He's a millionaire, but he's not a jerk. Then he became like a hundred millionaire. And then, you know, he started getting more of a dick and banning and this. And I don't need you. I don't need this. Now, Dana White has $700 million, Cam. Like, now, he's basically like, um, you know, he's like a Marvel Marvel comic book, like, villain. You know what I mean? Like, he's all roided up and all big and, like, yeah. Everyone sucks. Everyone's an idiot. You know, like, you know, F the fighters, F the fans, F everybody. I know everything. And how, you know, how can you tell me he doesn't when he's got seven, eight hundred million dollars, right? That, you know, yeah. that that's what happens, man. Like, when you get that, like, you get that much money, that much money, it's like you're not going to respect anybody. And I hate to say it. Some guys can stay humble, but... They just figure, you know what, everyone's like uh, like Kevin Durant the other day. You're all idiots in the media. I hate you all, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, I get it. There's some jackasses in the media. But there's a lot of guys there that are making like $28,000 a year. They kiss yeah. your ass. They never I- ask you anything negative. They're just trying to do their job. You know what I mean? But you've got to demean them and stuff, right? You know, Kevin Durant argues with 12-year-old kids on Twitter. Like in direct messages, too. Like he does. Some kid, dudes. You know, some kid. I think he was 14. Some kid's 14, and he basically stated that uh, Curry's the reason the Warriors are so good, not Durant. And Durant, uh, uh, Durant, uh, Durant, like, jumped on, like, the Warriors' wagon. The Warriors were already good without him. So the kid follows Kevin Durant. So the way Twitter works, like, if you follow someone, they can direct message you, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So Kev- Kevin Durant starts following the kid back just so he can direct message the kid. <laughs> like, so, That's amazing. Yeah, so Kevin Durant messages the kid. He's like, uh, you know, stick to, like, uh, you don't know anything. You're just a dumb kid. He's like, that's why you don't have any friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Durant starts, like, telling this kid, you don't know anything. You're just a dumb kid. And, pretty cold-hearted. And Kevin, that's- the kid actually responded... <laughs> He said, I know it's strange that the the, NBA, the MVP of the NBA Finals is so concerned what a 13-year-old kid has to say. Like, the kid, like, actually, like, went back and forth pretty good with him. And, he, you know, he's like, uh, congrats, like, you know, why don't you stick to, like, playing video games or something? <laughs> and, and even the kid's like, I don't know what your problem is. I just said I think Curry's better than you. Like, like, really, like, I don't want to argue with you anymore, Kevin, please. <laughs> Yeah, like, and of course, the real dickhead move, Cam, this is like even worse. If you remember last year, he got caught. Kevin Durant got sloppy online, and he exposed, like, he he left trail, a digital trail of who it was. Russell Westbrook, like, missed a shot to lose the, like, they lost the game. West, Russell Westbrook missed a shot on Oklahoma City. And, of course, the internet, 
somebody like took a picture of Westbrook looking like you know pissed off after the shot. And an anonymous Twitter account's like, LOL, they ain't shit without Kevin Durant. <laughs> it was Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. It's like, dude, why don't you, you just tweet that insane. then? Put your name on it. No, no, but you got to create a fake account. Like, hard to like a guy like that. All right, we'll hit the phone lines on the other side. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Man. I know why can't you stay off of social media, dude. There ain't, ain't nothing social yeah. about it. Like, oh, everything's got to be a problem. Like, everything's exactly. got to be a problem. Like, it, So me insane. and Joey Odessa talked UFC yesterday morning on the morning after, all right? Harmless segment, whatever, man. We only talked. Like, the segment was like eight or nine minutes. We only talked. There's about, like, we talked about the two main event fights. The main event, the co-main event, and I said, is there an undercard fight or two? So we talked about like three fights. So I don't know. I couldn't tell whether someone was accusing us of stealing ESPN picks or ESPN of stealing our picks. All right? Neither of which would happen. So I, I understand now. Like the tweet was confusing. So I get somebody watched our show and said, oh, I just watched this ESPN UFC show. And they have the same picks as you guys. Kind of like implying like they stole our picks from like the segment that was on our show. And the guy, the Greek, I believe his name is on ESPN, just responded. He goes, yeah, nice conspiracy theory, except we tape our segment on Tuesdays. Now, our segment aired Thursday. Now, I'm just telling you right now, I don't even know when these guys are on, and I'll be honest with you, I've never heard yeah. of this guy before, all right? So yeah. nobody's watching his segment and copying picks per verbatim. And I guarantee you, this guy didn't get a job at ESPN Plus right now breaking down UFC fights, and then he's sitting at home watching what I have to say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think he's doing yeah. his own research, Yeah. right? So it's a, it's a non-story, but, but it's just... Um, as I just tweeted to everybody, because I'm included in all this, right? Joey Odessa just tweeted, take me out of this, like, untag me off this. I just yeah. tweeted to everyone. I said, guys, think about this, Kim. We talked about we talked about generally two fights for the most part. Kim, there's four options. <laughs> it's not exactly shocking. If, like, I don't know, like, if you actually saw what guys that know what they're talking about, ESPN picked the same thing as me and Joey did. Yeah, <laughs> There's exactly, only two yeah. fights we talked about. A couple fights, so that's probably going to happen. If yeah, <laughs> one of them was a two, minus 250 favorite. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, ESPN ripped off our minus 250 yeah. favorite. <laughs> we ripped off, like, like people are just nuts yeah, you said, there, No, that's like, what I said, like, man. Guys, that's why like, I'll, you got to argue I for use... the sake of arguing. 
Exactly. I use social media to promote your shows, what we're doing and stuff like that. Other than that, just, you know what I mean? To talk to Big Cat about some picks or whatever, you know? But anyway, I, I'm with you, man. There's just so many doorknobs on this stuff. I just, it's it's insane. It's not social media. It's anti-social media, buddy. Just stirring up more BS. Drives me nuts. But you're yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's a waste of time. Like, I don't even it's, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get fired up about nothing. Exactly. Exactly. Well, listen, if... if Dude, you, you we could have picked ten fights and had almost all the same picks. Yeah, it's, it's it not happens. rocket science. This stuff, like, no, there's big favorites. You know what I mean? What are you, what are you gonna if do? There was, there? You, if you, there was three or four NFL games, you're probably gonna have the same damn picks. It's pretty, it's pretty simple. Yeah, you you said it right. It's also this cards in what Australia or whatever. Yeah, you said it. It's like you're gonna have a lot of the same picks when we get down to Gamble. Even he was like, he's a dog player. He's like, I can't make a case for almost any of these guys, right? It's going to be a lot of favorites and hometown people in this card. So, you know what's going on. One thing on. we should note, though, and Lou's going to keep in track of this. He writes it all down. Uh, I should uh, play along, too, now that I know the numbers. So, he said, so far this year, there's been uh, 26, 26 fights. I think he said so. It's 26. I believe that's what he said yesterday, right? 13, 26 doesn't sound yeah. right, though. There's, no, that, that's right. 13 cards. Yeah. All right. right, you know what? I guess um, he he means ESPN. That's it. It's that's right. The new ESPN deal. There's been that's right. Two cards, thirteen. All right, so twenty six. Thirteen favorites, thirteen underdogs. Cap. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Usually it's, it's not underdogs. like that. Like favorites usually win like eighty two percent of the time in the UFC. Exactly. I know. Think about Hardy. Hardy's lost by submission. He was what minus five fifty or something like. Exactly. A lot of the big yeah, ones are going big down too. Units if Think about it. If you're, if you're betting, dog. oh, if you're, oh, if you're betting dogs, you are loaded. Like, they're not just small dogs. They're huge. No, monster there's been some big ones that have won along the way. Yet yeah, it'll catch up. It all evens out. Yeah, you know what I mean, like the favorites. Like I said, this card will be one of these. This card will probably be one of these favorite favorite cards. All right, let's get to the phone lines. Actually. Uh, show's flying by already. Uh, Big Cat, hang in there. Let's go to Clam Chowder. Chowder. Montreal. What's up, Chowder? Hey, marvelous Gabriel Marente. Winston McKiffin, Bovano, Merrill, and whoever's coming up. How you guys doing? What's up, How you what's doing, up, Chowder? Uh, Crab Chowder? How you doing today? Hey, very good, very good. I'm going to the 40th anniversary of my schoolmates, the Blushing Brides. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Amazing. The 41, you're going to a high school reunion? No, no, the Blushing Brides, the most dangerous tribute band oh, the Rolling Stones. of the Rolling tribute Stones. Band. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Over okay. Over 4,000 shows, the lead, the lead singer and the lead guitarist, I'm going I'm to put it on Twitter. We went in the same school, in the same hallways, bumping each other. Okay, that's what, so yeah, so it's not really a high school anniversary then. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Uh, no, yeah, no, no, so no, we're, we're... high school and uh, 40th. Anniversary of the most dangerous tribute band for the Rolling Stones, the Blushing Brides. Where? So where are they playing, Chatter? At 
the Calistoga Bar and Grill in Point Claire. It's going to be up on Twitter after I get off the greatest show, Sports Rage. When, what's the show? What, all tonight? the time. It's always real. Wait, it's tonight the show? Yeah. Only one night. Then they go to the uh, 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 monkey, monkey Brass in Ottawa, and then they hit a lot of the uh, uh, Eastern Coast. All right, good stuff, good stuff, uh, Chowder. Nice. So we hope we hope you enjoy the show. You hear all the uh, the, the Rolling Stone classics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the lead singer, Maurice Raymond, and uh, yeah, the lead guitarist, James Green. He also has his own band, James Green, James Green. Electric, <laughs> James Acoustic. Green. What a name. <laughs> James Green. Yeah, Maurice Raymond had uh, uh, taken over for Mitch Melnick one time in the morning, and I got on, and I said, feel the passion, and he goes, oh, I love that. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> I'm sure he will. Uh, <laughs> all right, Chatter, sorry. Hey, how about, how about that like, Canadian, Chatter? Like Big win last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the guy to beat the uh, uh, Silva guy, the African uh, 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 giant there. Which guy? What, in the UFC? Yeah. At the Sana, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to win for fun. At the Sana against Silva. Oh, Anderson Silva, yeah. Israel Adesanya. Yeah, he's going to murder him. Yeah, Adesanya, Nyanya. Yeah, Anderson Silva's in a lot of trouble. And uh, how about the other guy? I'm going for uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah, Brazilian, not the uh, Whitaker guy. No, no, who Gastelum. Yeah, he's American Gastelum. Okay, can't have a Gastelum against Whitaker. What do you think? I think Whitaker's going to beat him. You know, he's New Zealand. Uh, he's, from, he's from out there. You know, he's tough, dude. Like, Whit- Whitaker's a really, really good fighter. He just always gets hurt. Like, he wins, but... He's one of these guys that he wins the fight, but he's in the hospital he takes like da- after, right? He takes damage. He takes a lot of damage. He takes damage. Like, he breaks his hands on people's faces. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he's tough. He has, like, something always breaks. Like, he always has something happen in one of his fights, but he's tough as hell. Like, he fights through it and stuff. He hasn't fought in a little while, but it's going to be a night of violent, uh, good fights tomorrow night, Chatter. Good fights. And what do you think of a, a Gasol trade? It... Is is Monic better than Paul? Um, they're different. Paul Gasol is more offensive, more of an offensive player, and he's kind of older and stuff. Mark's more of a defensive guy, meaner guy. Paul Gasol's like a nice guy. Mark's like a mean dude. Uh, grit, best defensive grit, center grit. in the NBA. Yeah, crit. Yeah, gritty. Gritty. Yeah, not that gritty. He's not gritty. He still hasn't <laughs> accepted my offer for charity boxing match for autism. You're not gritty, gritty. <laughs> You're saying gritty's a Feel big pussy. Feel the passion, not gritty. <laughs> gritty gritty's, but gritty's afraid of chowder, Maranzi. He won't fight him. Hey, he clearly, clearly is. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's all for charity, man. I I don't know what the Philadelphia Flyers, it's a great promotional thing. It's like 
Trinity. Yeah, Gr- Gritty's a big star now, Chatter. Yeah. yeah Gr- Gritty's yeah, a big no, star. So, yeah. yeah, she's going on the uh, uh, night shows and all that stuff. I'm down to earth, real person. No, 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 Meatball. It's not over yet. I'm Sunderland. All right, Chowder, the music's going to hit in a second. Hang in there, Big Cat. We'll get Big Cat on the other side with Steve Merrill. Uh, hey, so why don't you take us out here, Chowder? All right. It's Friday night. And anybody in Montreal, hit Calistoga Bar and Grill. The blushing bride beats the burden. Ain't got no status. Let's all have a great of my secret creamy sauce. Keep on clan chattering. Feel the pasture. Take care, everybody. Later, Chowder. Chowder's fired up today. Oh, damn right. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, we should have a daily video feed uh, for this show in, in the coming weeks, uh, actually. Uh, that, that'll be uh, coming up. We appreciate uh, the uh, those of you listening. Audio, audio only. Uh, we, we can ask Cam, what are you wearing today, Cam? Are you just in the shorts right now, eating a brick of cheese? No, no, I'm wearing, uh, funny you mentioned that. I got jogging pants on, but uh, clean ones, and my El Cortez golf shirt. So, like, respectable, not like underwear, you know, undershirt. Actually, yeah, socks, the whole bit. It's a little chilly out there. See some snow flurries. We're looking at uh, minus six here right now. Not fun. Yeah, it's actually 50 degrees in, in New York and sunny Ooh, uh, right now. Weather, nice. weather's, yeah, weather's been pretty that. good. All right, so listen, uh, we appreciate the patience. Let's bring Steve Merrill in right now. I know Big Cat's going to ask us about some games, so. We'll get Steve on Big Cat, and then anyone else on hold after. Uh, we'll get to you uh, after uh, after Steve uh, here. All right, uh, or we can go rapid fire with the calls. Let's bring Steve Maryland right now. ProSportsInfo.com, one of the covers experts. How you doing, Steve? Doing well, guys. All right, uh, Steve. So um, let's bring in uh, Big Cat. And Big Cat always has some like weird college games he's betting on. Even though I'll tell you, a couple. Of, I see a few spots I like tonight in the college hardwood. We'll see what Steve thinks about the college card tonight. What's up, Big Cat? Hey, guys. How's it going today? Good stuff, good, Big buddy. Cat. Good stuff. Always a pleasure, buddy. What's on your mind? What do you got? A couple of quick topics. First for Gabe, uh, with the AAF coming in here in the next couple of days, who do you like to, uh, to win on the future as far as the championship goes? Well, it's tough like to, to predict the future right now. Arizona's the favorite team. 
yet I'm not going to blindly just jump on it because every everybody else is. You know, Salt Lake could be worth a look. Um, you know, that's that's the other team that I'd be looking at is, is Salt Lake. Although we, I do have some picks for this weekend. Now, futures is tough. Like, you know, picking futures for a league that's never played a game is tough. It's hard enough picking these games. Uh, but I'll tell you tomorrow, I'm going with um, the Atlanta Legends plus the points against Orlando. There's big money coming in, or big money, enough money that the line keeps dropping here. People are buying into Mike Martz being the, the coach. I'm going to fade that. People are betting public perception in this league, guys. Oh, I even read an interview with the head of BetDSI. He even said that. He goes, well, people are betting on Orlando because they know Steve Spurrier. Right? They know Mike Martz. Um, so, as far as this weekend, we'll have some picks for you. But if I had to pick a team to win... Like I said, Arizona's Arizona's the favorite, but if I had to play a future, I'd say the Salt Lake Stallions. I heard you guys talk about the uh, Birmingham Iron here, coached by Tim Lewis. Uh, one guy on, on uh, Twitter mentioning that he figured they're going to be the top team uh, with Trent Richardson. I mean, we watched Trent Richardson catch one here. He couldn't barely move. He hasn't played for a year and a half. I don't see them doing too well. No, nah, they, they, they're, they're going to find out. But you, Trent Richardson, won't even be the starter there. Yeah, like, uh, there's going to be other dudes. Like you said, he's lost. He's lost it. Like, he, he couldn't, you know what I mean? We've seen it. We saw he couldn't get done in the CFL. I'm not hearing very good things about this Birmingham team. I think their offense could really struggle, actually. We'll take the under. We'll take Memphis plus the three and a half points. Cam, just a quick question. The Oilers last night, nice game over uh, over many there, finally coming out with a road win. What's up with uh, Talbot playing three in a row when they paid Koskinen all this money? Yeah, I don't understand what your ownership's doing. Talbot's playing a little bit better. As for Minnesota, Big Cat will fade them all year. Story about Bruce Brudro saying these guys are like shells of their former selves. That loss of, of Koivu really hurts the wild. Minus 180, I actually had a piece of Edmonton last night. Marantzi, when I saw the line, I'm like, that's just ridiculous. We'll bet on Edmonton as a dog, not as a favorite. But I'm telling you, yeah, no, it makes absolutely no sense to me. because. But Cam Talbot used to be a good goalie. Maybe he just needs his confidence back, Big Cat. He's been playing better the last few games. But I don't and understand. We've got to get signed Koskinen. we got we, we to get to some games, guys, here. Yeah. So it was Team yeah, Rail. Yeah, you got a game ball well, here? Three, game, three, quick, three quick games today on a parlay. I'm going to take the UL team, the UL Monroe pick them. I'm going to take UL Lafayette of the pick and tease that with uh, Harvard minus 10. Have a good day, guys. All right, thanks, big cat. Uh, big cat. So, uh, Steve Merrill, uh, Alliance of American Football. Guys asking me about futures for a league that hasn't started yet. It's kind of tough, but uh, a lot of people are talking about this league. It's going to be on CBS uh, tomorrow, so uh, we're going to have to start capping it. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, the limits are going to be pretty low here. The sports books are probably as uncomfortable as the handicappers are, like you said. Will Hill. Um, Will Hill's got three thousand dollar limits per game. It's pretty high. Yeah, that's three thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, it's a legitimate league, though. I mean, so that's probably part of the reason. Um, I would think college football is a little more solid than this right now. So I'm surprised their limits are that high. Um, look at the season win totals. Atlanta's at four. And um, as you said, Salt Lake four and a half. So Atlanta's and then uh, San Diego four and a half also. But it looks like Atlanta's considered the weakest team based on the win-loss records. Um, and then six and a half is the highest total, uh, which, as you said, Arizona is the favorite. Yeah, but they're setting these power rankings. You know, these guys, they, 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 they played a couple of scrimmages. They were all like in, you know, they were all like they had sort of a just sort of to get f- footage and stuff like of, of the players and they played a couple of scrimmages, and seems to me that these power rankings are being set on name only. You know what I mean? I guess, listen, I guess Arizona has more guys that have been in the NFL than other teams, so 
they're the ones that everybody's looking at. Rick Neuheisel's taking it pretty serious, but it's pretty crazy. I mean, I don't know how the hell they set win totals on a league that's never played before, guys. And the one that's getting some movement, too, at least sharp money, and you would figure most of this is sharp money right now, who's going to tie their money up to three months on a win total for this new league. Uh, the under five for Memphis has been bet, pretty, been bet pretty heavy. So if you're looking at one sharp totals play that I've seen, uh, Memphis under five season wins would be the one. They're picking on uh, they're picking on Mike Singletary. Mike Singletary is the coach. Yeah, there. he's he's not going to like that too much. He'll be yeah. he'll be prepared. Listen. I'll tell you that one thing. Singletary will be ready to go. That guy's a screw around. I said earlier in the day, all the totals were like fifty three and fifty one and stuff. I started talking about how I'm blindly betting all four games to go under the number. Now they're at forty nine and a half, fifty. The Atlanta Orlando game is the first one up. That's at fifty. That might go over. You know what I mean. The San Diego Fleet game, maybe, but these Sunday games, I think, are going to go under. That Memphis-Birmingham game, that's probably the best bet of the week. 49.5 is the total right now. Both these teams, word is, both of them are just smash-mouth defensive-style teams. And you got a total of 49.5 in an inaugural game. It's hard to get to 53 points or 50 points with regular teams and stuff. Like, they've never played before. I just, I think there'll be some uh, some growing pains uh, offensively uh, out of the gate. But, uh, Steve, let's talk about tonight's uh, card, college uh, basketball, Friday night's uh, slate. Game I'm looking at here, Louisiana Lafayette. The total's high, but it's total high for a reason. Lafayette and Georgia State, both these teams uh, can really uh, light, the, uh, light the, uh, the basket up here, Steve. Looking at the over here, 164. Yeah, I mean, it's a big total, obviously, for college basketball, but for good reason. Uh, these are two all-offense, no-defensive teams. Uh, the one thing I will point out, that Georgia State actually only allows 43% shooting. Uh, so their defense statistically is not bad. They just played a very fast pace. Um, Lafayette likes to play fast as well. And when you get two teams playing fast, a Lafayette team that's averaging 165 total points a game, that total probably isn't high enough. So what are you looking at tonight, Steve? What, uh, what games catch your eye? Yeah, I didn't think there was anything great on the college card. Um, I, I haven't really messed with the Ivy League much this year. We've been getting some decent Big Ten matchups, but they're not doing that tonight. Um, the, uh, the Really, the only standout like major matchup is St. Louis-St. Joseph's, which isn't anything special. Uh, you've got a St. Joe's team that's really having a down season at 10-13. and 13. See themselves as a three-point home dog here. Uh, they've been a terrible offensive team this year. They're shooting just 40.5% from the field. Um, but St. Louis also struggling to shoot on the road 39%. So if you're looking at an under tonight, uh, that's probably not a bad one to go with. It's around 134. Yep, 134 flat. St. Louis, two and a half, uh, 150 on the money line there. Yeah, that's something to look at. There, What's that low total, Steve? There's one in the one game I was going through. Oh, yeah, Siena and Manhattan. You don't see many uh, 113 and a half out there. 113, it opened 112, and people betting the over to 113 and a half. Siena minus three at Manhattan. That's crazy low, That Steve. is freaking low. That's Especially low. considering that Siena gives up 47.5% shooting from the field. I mean, they're actually really? a terrible defensive team. Yeah. The problem is Manhattan's one of the worst maybe offensive teams in the country. They average 56.5 points, 40% shooting, 57% from the free throw line. I mean, they're a miserable shooting team. But, I mean, how often do you see a team that allows 47% to Siena and the total is only 113? Siena have gone under seven games in a row. Meanwhile, Manhattan have actually gone over the last couple of games. You look at Siena's final score, 61-50, 58-54, 66-55, so that one would have creeped 53-40, 57-48, a 
lot of low-scoring games, but I generally would just like to almost like, you know, it's almost worth a blind bet to the over guys at 113. I almost just like pulling the trigger, yet, you know, man, is it going to be one of these 58? Even if it's 50, so 58-55 would get us there. 59-55, it's got to go over the night. They played two weeks ago at Siena, 53-40. It went under the 118 with 93 total points. So that, that's what, and that was only two weeks ago. So this total is actually five points lower, oh. but the other game was had only 93 points. So I'm staying away points. from it. Oh my God, that's brutal. It's like it's, well, look, <laughs> no, it's about how State were held to 24 points last week. Yeah, true. Well, true. Here, here's the thing too. You know, bad offense versus bad defense. Manhattan shot 36 and a half percent in that game. So I guess that answers that question. Man, so it's, yeah. it's a low total. So what about the NBA uh, tonight? Uh, biggest game, you got Denver and Philadelphia. Denver are not, you know, Denver aren't terrible on the road. They're 14 and 13 on the road. Philadelphia, they keep stockpiling talent. First game for Tobias Harris and Bobanovich uh, here, or Marvanovich, whatever the hell his name is. But Boban tonight. Uh, Milwaukee at Dallas. You know, this one was seven and a half earlier today. It's down to a six and a half right now. You know, Dallas have actually been a pretty good home dog this year. Milwaukee are a big public team now suddenly, too. I think the point spread's too high in that game. Yeah. I, I could be. I, I, Steve, you know what? I, I think I'm with you. Have we lost Steve? Steve? Yeah, I think we lost Steve. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, with you, guys. Gabe. I'm uh, back. Oh, oh, good stuff. You know, he's just Gabe was I, just I, mentioning I, I, uh, the the box is a public I, team. Their lines just keep on. Uh, people just blindly bet these guys now with the Greek freak. Yeah, yeah Dallas, uh, that, was, that was on me. That was on me, guys. No, what I was saying was uh, Philly. Um, I'd be careful with teams. The roster changes for the first couple here. I'm taking kind of a wait and see approach, but I do like Dallas. Um, they are play on team right now for me. I used them the other night minus five and a half. They won by six. We kind of squeaked out that cover, uh, but I think they remain a little bit underrated right now. They're playing hard. We've got to just make sure Luka Doncic is going to be in the lineup uh, this evening, which uh, he should be. Yeah, it looks yeah, like let me he see is, here, uh, Doncic, uh, questionable, questionable, questionable right now. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, Greek Freak probable, Middleton out, Doncic questionable, and Persingas obviously out. So yeah, that's uh, so we got yeah we the Doncic that's key. He's in. We'll we'll, we'll take a shot with the the Mavs. Now you have another game here tonight. Listen, you know, at first I'm like, I don't know, Harrison Barnes kind of it was kind of a weird deal just because Sacramento, Sacramento had a good thing going, but they really didn't, you know, Shumpert did a lot of little things for them, actually. So it's interesting. They sort of lost a little bit of that core, but Harrison Barnes is a good player. He's got big game experience. You know, he can't, he's not going to hurt Sacramento. Sacramento got tattooed the other night. They beat Philadelphia on their home court. And then uh, in Sacramento, then they hosted Houston and they got drilled. Now they have another opportunity tonight. They're laying three against the Miami Heat. <laughs> See, you know, Miami been on the road here for a while on the West Coast. Looks like it should be a good spot uh, for Sacramento. And, yeah, they got Harrison Barnes in here now, but it's still the same roster. They've gone under in 11 of their last 13 games, guys. Oh, actually, 13 of their last 15. I think they had 11 straight unders, and now 13 of their last 15. The Kings have gone under the total. 217 total. All right, Steve Merrill, CoversExperts.com, Pro Sports Info. Thanks for the call, Steve. Thanks, guys.
Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage, our radio. Let's get right back to the phone lines right now. Let's squeeze a call in before we get to the update. Nathan, New Jersey, steps up and in. What's going on, my man? Hey, what's up, guys? How are you guys doing? Good Pretty stuff. Good, Always Nathan. a pleasure. Always a pleasure to hear from you. How you doing today? What's going on? What's on your mind? Man, that Chowder guy is always he's, – he's, uh, he's one of the best callers on your show. The Chowder guy, he's so <laughs> funny, man. He's, <laughs> yeah, a, he's a legend. legend. But, uh, yeah, so uh, real quick. He's uh, like one of the few Patriot fans we can accept. <laughs> <laughs> True. How about, how about some Cowboys? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? Cow- Cowboys should be good next year. I don't love the offensive yeah. coordinator hire, but you know what? They got a good young defense. They're a good yeah, team, the Cowboys. Give, They're going in the right direction. Yeah, uh, Gabe, we're going to give uh, Jason Garrett one more year and to see how he does. And if he doesn't take us to the Super Bowl, then I think it's time for a new head coach. And the one head coach I want on the Cowboys is Mike McCarthy because he'll be ready for next year coaching-wise. So I'm hoping Jerry Jones make a smart move, man. Uh, next year, if Jason Garrett doesn't do his job, Mike, Mike McCarthy should be the number one target for Dallas. I don't know if he's going to I'll agree him. and disagree. I'll agree and disagree in that I think you're right here. I think you're bang on, Nathan, about if Garrett doesn't get it done this year and at least, like, conference championship game, like – if the Cowboys don't kick ass next year, Garrett probably is done. Like, the message has been sent. I don't know if it'll be McCarthy, though. I think they would go Lincoln Riley. I think they would go young and bold. That's my own opinion. But Garrett definitely is, you know, I'm not going to say a hot seat, but he's got to get it done, man. He's got to win yeah, games warm. this year. The, the seat's Cowboys. warm. Very warm. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and I, I want to say, uh, Gabe, uh, I just want to say congrats on your Raptors on getting Marcus man. What a good pickup for you guys. Um, he's a he's he's a good passer, like you said uh, before. He's a good passer, and uh, he can he's gonna help you spread out the floor. And then he can, and then all these other players you have, like Kawhi Leonard and uh, Kyle Lowry and uh, Danny Green, you'll get more three point opportunities uh, when someone's double team. So I, I he's really like gonna help crash the boards too. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Nathan. I'm gonna go see them tomorrow. Raptors and uh, Knicks at Madison Square Garden tomorrow night. Uh-huh. Thanks for the call, Nathan. <laughs> Raptors should be about minus 12 cam or something. It's not going to be easy to yeah. that. I'd say uh, about 11, 11, I'm gonna say 11 and a half. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to say 10 and a half. 10 and a half. That's my guess. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your sports update. The King. I'm the King, and the King thinks he's the best of the best. LeBron James says teams in the East are going for it because he's not there to deal with anymore. Quote, Toronto's going for it. Milwaukee's going for it. Philly, Boston, they all believe they can do it now. They know they ain't got to go through Cleveland anymore. Everybody East thinks they can go to the finals because they ain't got to go through me. Wow, LeBron, that's great stuff. Anyway, the East looking pretty good right now. Marcus all in Toronto. Bucks picking up Mirotic. Sixers and Tobias Harris. Yeah, it's going to be interesting down the stretch. Anthony Davis news. He is going to play again, but it's going to be for a lot less time as the season progresses. We're not sure about tonight because he's pretty fresh, but this average of 37 minutes is definitely going to go down, and the Pelicans all also plan on sitting him in most, if not all, back-to-back situations. So this guy's going to be a DFS nightmare because he's very expensive. The Nuggets close to getting another piece back. Guard Isaiah Thomas has been assigned to the G League as he continues his rehab. Thomas hasn't played in the league since 2018 when he was with the L.A. Lakers. The 30-year-old a former All-Star signed a one-year deal with the Denver Nuggets last July. Eight games on the hardwood tonight. Let's take a look at the lines. New York Knicks at Detroit. Pistons minus 8.5. Total there, 206. Denver and Philadelphia Sixers four-point favorites in this game over under 229. Cleveland at Washington Wizards minus nine and a half 220 and a half. Chicago at Brooklyn in your backyard. Nets eight and a half point favorites total 224 and a half. Milwaukee at Dallas lots of question marks in this game. The line open up at seven and a half down to six and a half. Luka Doncic for the Mavericks questionable right now. We'll stay on top of that total in this game 222 and a half. Golden State at Phoenix Warriors 14 and a half point favorites 231 Minnesota and New Orleans Pelicans minus 6 232 as we mentioned Anthony Davis will play we're not sure about the minutes restrictions and Miami at Sacramento Kings minus 3 217 let's hit the links very cold tough conditions here at PGA's Pebble Beach Pro-Am and now Jordan Spieth and Phil Mickelson tied for the lead at 10 under par Jason Day playing well in tough conditions he is minus 9 just one shot off the pace a little bit disappointing for our guy Dustin Johnson minus 4 right now one over on the day and six shots back. He's not playing good golf. And right now, wow, I'm just taking a look at the TV. The greens absolutely, uh, they look beat down there. This condition, conditions are getting tough. Rain, wind, you want to get off the course as soon as you can here and post a number. Major League Baseball pitchers in the NL and Interleague, they're still going to take at-bats, at least for now. MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred says the universal DH will not come into play yet, but his main focus in Major League Baseball is increasing the pace, pace of play. Other ideas are going to speed up the game. They have to go through those in CBA talks. Gabe, you're not going to like this one. The commissioner says Major League Baseball open to a new Rays stadium in St. Petersburg. Well, stay tuned. That story just broke. Cleveland star Francisco Lindor might not be ready for the season opener. He's going to be out seven to nine weeks with a right calf strain. The Indians open up their regular season March 28th versus the Minnesota Twins. Lindor finished sixth in MVP voting. He hit 288. 
38 home runs, 95 RBI, and 25 stolen bases. This guy's a complete stud. And Cleveland also signed veteran infielder Matt Joyce today. The baseball free agent market slow still. We're waiting on these moves. They still haven't happened. Part of the reasoning is stars Bryce Harper and Manny Chapman waiting each other out like a game of chicken. One wants to see what the other's going to be getting before they're uh, paid, and they're still waiting on the big money. Both seeking deals in excess of $300 million. I don't think that's going to happen. And aside from the Padres and Giants, the White Sox, Phillies, Yankees have expressed varying degrees of interest in these players. But, man, at that number, it doesn't like things are going to go down right now. And the disabled list, we talked about this. In today's world, everything offensive? Yeah, now it's not the disabled list. It's called the injured list. College football, the NCAA granting quarterback Justin Fields a waiver. That's going to allow him to play for Ohio State next season. Oakland Raiders GM Mark Davis still trying to keep the Raiders in the Bay Area. They got no home right now. Not looking good as either. Locations, Levi Stadium and Oracle don't seem to be options. The Raiders are without a home. Their Vegas home will be ready in 2020. And Columbus sniper and Terry Panarin changing agents. He has the same agent as goaltender Sergei Brabowski heading into the NHL trade deadline in a couple days. Just one game on the ice tonight too. Carolina played Buffalo last night. Beat them. They're now at MSG to take on the Rangers. Canes laying 20 cents total in this game. Six and tons and tons of college basketball tonight. We'll go over the board and Gabe. He's got picks for the Alliance football game tomorrow. Saturday, Atlanta and Orlando. Four and a half, 51 and a half. The San Diego Fleet and the San Diego Commanders. That's on Saturday. Sunday, Memphis Express at Birmingham Iron there. Minus 350 and a half is the total. And the Salt Lake Stallions host the favorites, Arizona Hot Shots. Minus three and a half, 52 and a half. I'm Cam Stewart. That's your update. Stay tuned. We got our buddy Babano fresh from the Soup Festival on to talk sports with me and Gabe. It's Red Heat and Rage in the DFS betting hour at 6 o'clock. Take it away, Yang. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's do this thing. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat Rage on Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I finally made a list that's not like on a uh, Repo Man or Debit uh, Collector's uh, list, uh, actually. You know, last week, um, um, SB Nation did the uh, top 50 best uh, gambling follows on Twitter. And uh, I was not one of them, Cam. Although I did not lose any sleep uh, over it, all right. I'm I'm sure you really care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, somebody just sent me a link to a uh, to a, another one. There's like a new list, top 55. So I didn't make top 50. I made a top 55. Nice. But uh, yeah, we made we made a list here of uh, Twitter uh, best uh, gambling Twitter follows. And guess who's, like, uh, right beside me on the list here? Rob Pizzola. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Pizzola. <laughs> That's the best. That's Says his picture best. of Pizzola. Says one of the sharpest handicappers around. You'll also get a dose of plenty. Uh, you'll also get a dose of plenty of dry sarcasm on the feed, too. Yeah, that's true. Very, sarcastic, sarcastic or smart ass. Same thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's true. Very true. Um Says for me, Morenci at Sport Trades. Well worth a follow on all of his platforms, TV, YouTube, Twitter. He embodies how most gamblers truly act and feel. Entertaining as ever, he also provides useful handicapping info and picks. 
All right, that's good. Other people on the list uh, here are main man Teddy Covers, uh, Jay Cornegay, Roxy Roxborough. So we're in some good company besides Pizzola. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's and amazing. I'm just kidding, Rob. I'm, we're just kidding. Yeah, we love Rob. I think Pizzola's yeah, like a big analytic like uh, star now. Oh, for sure. He's always he 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 was coming up with. I got to hand it to Pizzola. He was doing that stuff. Like, remember, he was working on his database for like hockey and all this stuff like years and years and years ago too, right? Like that was his that was his thing. Like he wouldn't bet a game unless they fit all of his numbers and stuff like that. Like he, was he in he's one of those scientific guys? Oh, big time, big time, Gabe. Oh yeah. He sure was. That guy, he's loved that stuff. Like, he's been doing it for years, that guy. Doing it for Yeah, years. yeah, no, I know. Obviously, yeah, he's, he's doing very well. I don't know. Uh, is he at the prediction machine now, I think? Yes, uh, he's at the prediction machine. Yeah, I, I know it's, yeah, because I know we, you have the machine. He is at the, yeah, the prediction machine. I'm almost positive. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, we used to have the guy for the prediction machine. On. I forget his name. He was good. Paul. Yeah. Paul, Paul Basir. He was pretty. Remember? Yeah, Paul Basir. Yeah, yeah, Paul Basir. And he used to go, Cam, you, and, uh, and yeah, yeah. You get the robot like cutting me up and stuff like that. It was fun. Yeah, it was good, good, good bits, good bits. Doing the robot voice. Yeah, Paul, Paul Basir. What did Pizzola like overthrow Basir or something? I don't know. Maybe they worked together. I, I've talked to Pizzola in a long time. He'll message me once in a while, but I really don't. I haven't seen him. We're busy people, Marazzi. Hey. You know, I barely see anybody I anymore. See I see him on Twitter a bit. You know, I see him on Twitter all the time, but like he'll tweet me once in a while. All right. Uh, Bapano coming up. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. MC Yang uh, takes a turn uh, down uh, Middle America here. <laughs> when I was a young boy. A young boy. When I was a young boy. I used to I eat a the lot of soup. Cards. Yeah. yeah, parlay cards. My picks, my pen. Hanging out with yeah, it was Soup Fest earlier bar. in the week, actually. <laughs> soup Fest, Soup Fest. And yeah, we were jealous of Soup Fest. Could really go for a good bowl of soup. I saw I saw um, uh, I saw John Cougar before. I saw him before he was John Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he was, was just, just John, John Cougar. Cougar. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Little ditty about Jack and Diane. Diane. Yep. Two American kids growing up in the heartland. Babano steps up and in. Can you sing us some? Uh, do you know Jack and Diane Babano? Hurt so good. I know that one. Come on, baby, make it hurt so good. Sometimes bets don't look win like they should. You make it <laughs> hurt so good. How are you? Strong, strong. That's good. Yeah, sometimes bets don't win like they should. Like they should. <laughs> yeah, we really know that good. better That's than anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Hurt wow, so hurt so good is a perfect gambling song. Hurt so yeah, good. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that 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 uh, that that's about says it all. 
uh, right it there. Does. So, yeah, but Battle went to Soup Fest earlier in the weekend. I already know some of the uh, the big time soups. Uh, that you had there, uh, Babano. But why don't you share some of the uh, delicacies you had with Cam? Oh, we had we had a great selection. I mean, it, I was in, you know it's good soup there. You don't get just get little rinky dink chicken noodle or uh, run of the mill soup or lentil soup. That's well, all the top, all the top uh, restaurants and, and pubs, taverns, etc. All the other top places, all no, the top local good. chefs in the Hamilton exactly. area bring their best soup to the table. They do, and they want to win it, uh, and they really put all kinds of time and effort, and they're serious about this. They want to win. They want to put a quality soup uh, on the table at this uh, annual Soup Fest event. I mean, we had some great stuff. We had Hawaiian grinds. It was meat with pineapple in it. Uh, you mix it in a nice creamy chowder type of soup sauce. Uh, it was absolutely delicious. There was yogurt soup, which I actually voted the most creative soup. Uh, at Soup Fest this year, uh, it was uh, a yogurt type flavor, but it was also mixed with a little bit of uh, spice to it, a little hot sauce to it, uh, and it was absolutely, uh, uh, absolutely outstanding. Nacho soup was good. The field mushroom soup I had was good. Crab and sweet ch- uh, ch- corn chowder uh, was very good. The, my favorite was the one that East Meets West Bistro did: cream of buffalo chicken. Buffalo oh, nice, chicken. Nice. What they did is they had a chef there, Cam. He was cooking buffalo chicken, you know, in, in an oven. And basically what he was doing after that was he was pouring some uh, hot sauce on it, mixing it up, and then dump, putting the, the, the little piece of buffalo chicken into the soup. And, and it was, and then stir the soup around, and it was delicious. It was absolutely outstanding. Uh, and that was my what favorite. What kind of soup was he dropping uh, it was a cre- it, like it was a cream. it was a it was a creamy uh, type of uh, soup sauce exactly. Nice. Now, yeah, I'm partial to Gabe. I know you're uh, Gabe's from Montreal. It's hard to get a good French onion soup. A lot of people try. That's the key: the cheese on top. God, yeah, I yeah, love yeah, that yeah. soup. Yeah, and some of these French and nice. some of these soups packed serious heat. Like they were spicy, like really spicy. Yeah, you need see, to have that's too simple. Glass of the water with like, it, yeah. Like, this is, you know, it's sort of like, this is like one of those, like, hipster poutine, like, festivals. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hipster soup. It's hipster soup. I got it. Yeah. Like, what'd you say, Bernardo? There was, like, chocolate chip soup and stuff like that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Last year, there was chocolate. There was, last year, there was a pumpkin pie soup, uh, which was really, really a, a different type of twist to so it. So, is it a soup or is it a dessert? It's more of a dessert. Yeah, it was like a dessert soup. Exactly. That was like, it's like a, a dessert a creme brulee soup. or something. Exactly. The yogurt oh, like soup. Creme this year's soup fest was kind of like this year's dessert soup or something as close to a dessert soup uh, as there was. So uh, all in all, you know, if you if you want different type of soups, if you want something unique soups that are delicious and you want to support a good cause. Uh, you said too. Gabe, Gabe, I can't believe what I'm watching right now. They're squeegeeing the greens. The hole is filled with water. So if you put the ball can't even get in the cup, like it's so overfilled, right? Aren't they that's what I'm playing? saying. That's what I'm so saying. So every guy Dustin that's golfing now is getting screwed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dustin Johnson, all the guys that Cam's we about have to are lose losing it. strokes. <laughs> I know this is unbelievable. Like it's unpleasable conditions. Like you what? cannot putt in water. Like there's a lake there. Hey, but man, are you watching this shit? Do you have the golf channel? Take a look. I do. I, I actually was watching it earlier, and I saw the bad weather. AT and T Pebble Beach. There. Let's get with the program. Let's figure it out. Guys, putting like they gave, they basically just gave them a lane to putt with, and there's water on both sides. Well, like they're they're anyway, stomping the water yeah. out type thing of like a little yeah, lane for them. Like yeah, the squeegees came. It's kind of like the yeah the Patriots thing. Like you know how they like oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they're doing. Like for it's golf. like a so mini zamboni, like sucking the water up. Yeah, but the green's still covered in water. Like, it's just ridiculous. Like, you can't play in that. 
Like, I'm all for playing in the rain, but this is stupid now. This is really dumb. We're pretty hardcore, so you're saying, you're saying they've gone too far here this time. They, well, the, when you when the hole is filled with water, yeah, like you can't, like you, there's no way you can play properly on it. That's why these guys are like, take a look at Dustin Johnson. He was five under, now he's two under. Like everybody still on the course is getting smoked. Like they gotta they gotta postpone it. That's the problem with the pro am though. You know what I mean? Now yeah. there's not enough time to get to get all the BS done with a Bill Belichick and Tony Romo yeah. and everybody else. Yeah, because That's Kenny Loggins has got a putt. Yeah, that's right. Huey, <laughs> Huey, Huey my, Lewis my, is like holding everybody. My you know, matchup bets are going down in flames because freaking Huey, know Huey Lewis is on the green right now. <laughs> Don't take bogeys, bump, bump. Don't take bogeys, bump, bump. Don't take fame. <laughs> Huey Lewis. Yeah. See, see, Huey, after, imagine Huey, like, you know, he, he, imagine he drives a golf ball. I, right I, I, want ball. Ball. I want a I want a new ball. ball. I, I need a new <laughs> club. <laughs> I want a new hook. When it won't slide. When it won't slide. It makes it feel nice. I need some I need new balls. I need a new ball. When I won't shoot into the drink. Yeah. Well, man, you got to watch this right now. If you're if you're near a TV, like this is just wow. That's actually crazy. One guy hit the putt though. Cam Champ just nailed nailed the putt in the in the river. Too I guarantee wow. you, if if this is Augusta National Masters weekend, there's no chance in hell this is happening oh, God, or this no. is going to be allowed to happen. They blow the damn thing dead as the first couple drops of rain happen. Excellent, yeah. excellent point, Babano. Excellent. Yeah. Well, it's, it's all TV, right? Like you said, yeah, they must have. Made for like, TV, no, yeah. no, no. You know what? Actually, they better get this done because what? What's what's this on? Is it on CBS this weekend? Yeah, correct. Jim Nance yeah, lives CBS. on a damn course. So, oh, yeah, of course he does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Him and yeah, Tony, yeah, I don't want, he'll be loving it. Love a reunion. I don't want. Uh, I don't want any golf cutting into the debut of the Alliance Football League tomorrow night at eight o'clock Eastern <laughs> on CBS. <laughs> oh, excellent. Yeah, that's a thing, right? Yeah, that's probably what's on after no, I'm gonna golf. Be, is, yeah. I'm going to be at the Raptor game. Oh yeah, yeah. Forgot Raptors are against the Knicks tomorrow night, Babato, at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, exactly. So that'll cut into your AAF viewing time just a little I'm bit. I'm going to miss the debut of the week. Tomorrow night. Yeah, exactly. But you got the two games. I know, you're disappointed, but you got the two games Sunday as well. Sunday, there's the first games on CBS Sports Network. Sunday night's Sunday, the big game. The Salt Lake and Arizona. Network. That's the one I like the most, actually, betting-wise and viewing-wise. Oh, yeah? Really? Wait, who are you, you, you going you, to be contrarian? I'm telling you, dude, I, I want to be concerned. Everyone's buying, oh, Arizona, Arizona. They never play the damn game. Like, how we anoint them. I feel like Dennis Green. Crown their ass already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I would do. If I was Salt Lake um, before the game, I'd bring up the future odds. I'd say these son yeah. of a bitches have been listed favorites to win the league. They haven't played a game yet. <laughs> you know? Excellent. Let's go beat I them. Agree. Well, who do you like in that game, Abeto? I, I like the over. I didn't bet the side. I like the over because I think Arizona's on paper as the best offense. They're plan from what i've read they're sketchy on the details specifically but they plan on trying to use two quarterbacks trevor knight and john walford one's a better passer at walford one's a better running quarterback knight uh, i think that'll bode well for them and i want to stress up to everybody yeah well i want <laughs> i want to stress just for the record too. just for the record guys to get it out there he did it again today he had another one of these like sort of uh, like comments that won't go away he was talking about the quarterbacks in the, in the upcoming NFL draft. And, you know, there's a lot of talk about Haskins, right? Dwayne Haskins. And oh, yeah. Dwayne Haskins yeah. potentially to the New York Giants. And so they were talking about Haskins. And Stephen A. Smith said, uh, Haskins uh, isn't a good thrower. He's only He can only run the ball. 
thing is, like Haskins can't run. Like the guy like ran for 100 yards in his career. Like, that you was the what? problem actually. Ohio State was bad. They're like he can't run our offense because he can't run. <laughs> Stephen A is a nice guy from what I've heard. I'm sick of this nonsense. So let him talk about NBA only. Keep him at NBA only. He shouldn't talk about anything else at this right, point. Up, He's man. making an ass of himself. <laughs> Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. All right, I just saw this Tony Romo shot for the first time. And oh, it's amazing. I guess it was from like two hours ago. Now, I was just laughing because of where his ball was. Like he shot he shot it from the hospitality tent. Like his ball. Right on the ground. This guy was like, when I saw where his ball was, I was like, holy crap. Like the guy's like basically like, I was like, he's in the restaurant. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, great, great shot, Tony. And then a the guy, like, he, he takes it from there, and he puts it like a foot. Not I said two feet, not even. Like, yeah. He almost charged. He is a good golfer, this guy. Oh, real good. Like, he's very close to Gabe. Like, honestly, like, he sprays his driver a little bit. His short game is something, like, it's it's impeccable. I've been watching him today. In the Pro-Am, all these old guys from, like, AT&T and these companies and stuff, they're getting, like, 20 shots or, with handicaps. Tony, Tony Romo's playing from scratch. Like, he gets no shots. With the pros, right? Like he could so, play with the pros, but just good enough to lose all the time. You know what I mean? That's the thing. That's the like thing. He's like, right he's there, a pro tournament, but he's, he's yeah, still a few yeah. shots back. He's still a few shots back. Like he, if he was on the PGA Tour, you know, he wouldn't embarrass himself, but he wouldn't like guys who were like three under, he'd be like plus three. Like you know what I mean? He's just just not there yet, but he can play with them. Like any given day, I think he takes the money out of guys' though, pockets. Think he doesn't have uh, he doesn't have time. Like imagine if he wasn't doing the the football. True. The broadcasting. True. Like, if he only golfed, he could be a pro golfer. Like, I think this is yep. pretty oh, good yeah. documented now. All right. We're same, with with, uh, same with Steph Curry. Very, uh, He's very close to that, too. If he didn't play basketball, yes. he'd probably be a pro golfer. You know what? I think Steph Curry will do it after. I think he's going to. I think Steph Curry, when he retires from basketball, he'll he'll be on, like, the senior tour. So I could see it. But um, did you bet any golf at all, Babano? You ever you, you bet this stuff at all? Yeah, I do. Uh, time to time, I definitely. I'm more so in the bigger tournaments, but uh, usually I get a couple people that follow golf or handicap it closely, more close than I do. I watch it a bunch, but yeah, twenty-two to one, right man. He's, man, I didn't take him. Right. I know. He's right. I, I, I took him. I took him at that price. Lucas Glover and Scott Langley are the surprises right now. Ten under, both of them. It's funny, me and Gabe take all these, like, Curtis Luck minus six, like, our DFS guys from the bargain bin are all, like, doing really, really well. Is Lucas Glover, like, yeah, it's crazy. It's, that's and look who else is on the, oh, look who's on the leaderboard, too. I just saw his name again. This guy's propped out of nowhere, and he's been on the leaderboard a few times now. Gucci, 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 Taylor Gooch uh, has been on the leaderboard <laughs> again. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah the Gooch. Gooch. Yeah, Gooch is a Gooch is a player. Yeah, he's playing yep. pretty good. The Gooch. It's Arnold. That's uh, that's uh, that's Arnold from Different Strokes. Is uh, the kid who used to beat him up? The bully. His name was the Gooch. The Gooch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. no, he was. Yeah, he was the the bully. On, exactly. Yeah, the neighborhood bully, that. Gooch. Yeah, thank you, buddy. <laughs> All right, so uh, NHL. We'll get to the so we'll get to the back to the AA uh, Alliance League, but NHL hockey tonight. So we've one got game. the uh, one one game. Carolina Hurricanes at the New York Rangers. Carolina Hurricanes are minus one fifteen favorites. Yet this is where we get a little bit of a local angle here for you guys. They're honoring the nineteen ninety four Stanley Cup champion team. They're actually at our ho- they're at the studio and hotel and stuff. Like there's there's an event going on. Um, I saw yesterday. Like uh, Corey saw Mark Messier outside the hotel yesterday. Huh? Like versus a partner with the Rangers type thing. So at Madison Square Garden. So um, I saw Ranger fans like lingering for autographs yesterday and stuff. So today it's on, like for real. Like it's on the news here and stuff. Like uh, Glenn Healy's here laughing it up. Ha 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 ha. They asked. It was funny actually. They Mike Keenan. Uh, so Mike Keenan is asked. They're all there and he said uh, they asked him which one of the current Rangers could play on the 1994 team. There was like a long pause. <laughs> like, <laughs> that even the long pause. the way he's playing? <laughs> yeah, and there was a long pause, and then he said, to be honest, he said, uh, he goes, I wouldn't have argued to have Henrik Lundqvist on the team. And Glenn Healy's there, and he goes, well, I guess I would have been in the minor leagues. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's actually funny. Like, everyone shits on Healy all the time, but it was a funny. Healy was like, well, I guess I would never have won a cup. <laughs> Every yeah. The room started howling. Ah. Like, so I'm just stating, uh, Henrik Lundqvist is wearing Mike Richter's mask tonight. Like, uh, not the same one, like the same paint job, like the Statue yeah. of Liberty. Like, so, like, the current Ranger players are aware about, like, they're honoring him at the game tonight and stuff. Like, like, it's a big deal. Like, for Ranger fans, it's a big deal. It's been on the MSG network all, like, on a loop and beating the Devils and all that stuff. So, um, I don't know. What do you think, Babano? What what was your take on this game? And did you know this? Did you know they were honoring the team? So, it's a big night at the Garden tonight. That's where I'm going. It's a big night at the Garden. And, actually, I didn't know, but I I was liking the New York Rangers tonight anyway. Uh, if you throw that out, just to com- pretend like that's not happening tonight, I think it sets up well for the Rangers just the way the matchup goes. Carolina played in Buffalo last night, 6-5 overtime win, back and forth, really thrilling hockey game. It's the second yeah. night of back-to-backs for them on the road. They went with their better goalie last night, Curtis McElhaney. I'm pretty sure, they haven't confirmed it, but pretty sure you're going to see Peter Morazic tonight. And, uh, yeah, he's not had a good season. Uh, let's put it that way for Carolina. Rangers have been playing some better hockey lately. They really have. They've played better the last couple weeks. They're talking to, like they still want to make the playoffs. They came from behind to beat Boston in a shootout at home on Wednesday night, so they're rested. Didn't have to travel. Playing good. They're 18-10 and 10 at home, and here's a long-term angle that's been incredible in this series. New York is 26 26- Five and one in the last 32 times they've hosted Carolina. And I think Carolina's lost 10 or 11 straight uh, times that they've played here at Madison Square Garden. It's How about this, Babano? Lundquist. Henrik Lundquist, guys, 12 4 and 1 in his career against Carolina. Yeah. 12 4 exactly. and 1, last 17, uh, 17 times he's played them. Babano's right. It's a great spot. Carolina's played a lot of hockey lately. He also played a crazy game in Buffalo, 6 to 5. You know, lots of goals in that game. Uh, very Fourth emotional game. Oh, yeah, yeah, very, very, Carolina, yeah. 
Very emotional last night, Gabe. Actually, it's funny, a lot of the Sabres came out and ripped uh, one of the Sabres. Reinhardt ripped his uh, goaltender. Remember I told you, like, they got really bad goaltending recently, like, uh, goals against near four, so he's apologized for that. Like, weird things were happening in that game last night. I think it's a great spot for the Rangers, too. Carolina's just kind of trying to get come in, get out there. I think the Rangers are a great play tonight, and the over, too. But lean more Rangers. That's the only hockey game uh, tonight on the board. Um, so it takes, I don't know why, the NHL, you never. You I don't know what the, I told you, this week's been crazy, Gabe. They had another member. So this week we've had games with one game and two games. Then they put 14 on in a night. Like, we talk about, like, what are you guys doing? How about balance? Seven, six, eight, like, nice regular schedule like every other league. But anyway, these guys dance what do you to the think, of their uh, own drum. What do you think of the college card tonight, Babano? Do you, do you dabble in Ivy League at all? We got Penn. Penn and Brown, evenly matched teams. You know, Penn's a pretty good road team, six and three. And uh, I see uh, I see Brown are eight and one at home. So pretty, pretty good home team right there. I haven't had the best of luck with Ivy League basketball over the years. Like, I've dabbled in it. And there's a lot of upsets in the Ivy League. There, There is. Like, the underdogs, I'd like to see, like, just blindly, like, what the percentage is of favorites and underdogs per conference that cover games. I don't know if that's out there somewhere. I don't know if you've seen Abibano anywhere. I'd like to see that. But I've noticed, like, the Ivy League, you can't assume. Like, I don't think home court is as dominant in the Ivy League. Like, because there's not a lot of travel. You know what I mean? They're all sort of close together. And I don't know. Like, I'm not I'm not in love with betting Ivy League basketball. You got anything in the Ivy League tonight, Abibano? I know in the Metro, nothing in the Ivy League. I don't have much on the St. Louis St. Joseph's game. Uh, the Metro Atlantic, I've got uh, the road underdog angle's been a good one uh, in the Metro Atlantic long term, especially road underdogs catching about seven or eight points or more. That has you maybe looking at Canisius plus nine tonight against Ryder. Canisius has played a little bit better lately. They actually have. Uh, Ryder's one of the better teams in the league, but, you know, that's a lot of points. Road teams, especially as dogs, have really been cashing, and you've got three of those teams in, in that role tonight. Quinnipiac catching points at Iona. Canisius catching points at Ryder. Niagara catching points at Marist. That has me looking at Niagara, Canisius, and Quinnipiac in those three games as road underdogs. I think you can go two and one or better with those three teams. I think I just found one, guys. I think I just found one here. Um, why not uh, Princeton tonight? Princeton, twelve and five on the season, nine and six against the spread. Nice robust. Cam, you liked that word yesterday? I used. I like nice robust. robust. Seven and two on the road, four and zero oh in conference play. Taking on Yale. Yale, Babana, you know. Yale are like the hype team out of this conference this year. Yep. And I'm looking. The last two times these guys played, it went to overtime. All right, like they're, they're it's like big rivals, man. Like they're the 12, 5, 13, and 4. Uh, we're also getting seven and a half, eight points. Uh, last two times they played, it's gone over the number. You know, we got a total at uh, you know, Yale, Yale score points, Yale get into the 70s usually. Total feels a little light here, but I think Princeton, I think the Tigers are worth a look here at plus eight. And college game I like tonight, guys, should be a high scoring game. It's freaking high, the total 164, but it's high for a reason. And, as we talked about, both Georgia State and uh, Lafayette, both these guys really light it up, man. Lafayette score 83.3 points a game. I think they score more points per game than the Chicago Bulls do. Uh, they score 83.3 points per game. They give up 83 points per game. Their average score is 166 points. Meanwhile, Georgia State have been on tilt uh, defensively as of late, too. They've given up 82, 72, 71, 81, 77. 
So as you see, they've given up 71 or more in their last five games, and they've given up 80 or more in four of the last five. I know it's a high total, but I think it goes over. Georgia State, yeah. not Southern. My bad. Yeah, Georgia State. I I, I would I would lean over the total too. I, unfortunately, the total was right in tune with where I was thinking it would be. I figured it would be low to mid. 160s, and that's exactly where it is. So I was hoping for something a little lower, but I don't want the under. I can tell you that right now in that game. Yeah, Yale's always a little overvalued here in the Ivy League. The Penn-Brown game, I think Penn is arguably the best team in this conference this year, yeah. uh, the Ivy League. Steve Donahue's done a great job uh, with that team. They're very good. The Penn Quakers, they're very good offensively. They're one of the better defensive teams as well uh, in the Ivy League. I know it's always tempting. Yeah. That home dog, they want to rise up, beat the big uh, team in the conference, but those spots haven't been working as well this year. Uh, uh, Brown, Brown, Brown will lose big games. Brown ain't winning yep. big games. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be any rush to bet against Penn in that league. They're very good. But they're 8 year. 1 on their home court, too. Yep. Big Ivy Hill tonight. <laughs> All right, we'll hit uh, next segment. We'll hit NBA and uh, little Alliance, Alliance of American Football League, AAF. Getting caught up to date. Looks like uh, the sun's coming out at Pebble Beach. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Uh, game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll be going to uh, to video as well on this show in the coming weeks. Stay tuned for that. Uh, Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano, joining us. RayWager.com. You can find uh, all of Babano's picks. RayWager.com. Talk a little Ivy League uh, basketball. Uh, you know, Harvard and Columbia. So uh, I guess it'd be fitting. I don't know. We'll see if our main man slick picks. You, you don't get the rep, you don't get the name Slick Picks unless you're pretty slick. Yeah, we haven't heard from him. So, you know what? Last time we spoke to Slick Picks, been too long. I believe was uh, was it March Madness when we were in Vegas last year? I think it was. Was it March Madness or was it the IFBC in August? I'm bad. No, I think it was. I think it was August actually, because Cardano lost his phone. So that's. I think he left it in Slick Picks' car. Slick Picks, Boston. What's up, Slick Picks? What's happening, buddy? How you doing, man? Good, good, good to hear from you. Good, good to hear from you. Uh, we're just doing our thing. We got Ian Cameron on the line. Yeah, you met? Have you met Babano before? I'm not. I, I think we may have met uh, one of these one of these many times. Absolutely, yeah, probably. How you doing, yeah, Babano? I'm doing good. Slick picks. I remember. I remember the voice because you've called in on previous shows in the past. I think you were. I think I saw you in Las Vegas. I'm pretty sure I did last year at the IFPC. Yeah. Yeah, it was in well, August. I, and, uh, I was betting horses with Cam at the Westgate for a while, too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, You're speaking Cam's language with, when the, we bring the ponies into it. Yeah. Me and Cam, oh, back up, we were slick. at the Meadowlands. We were at the Meadowlands last Saturday night betting pony slick picks. That night a lot of fun. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Good stuff. So, so did you guys take it on the pots again? <laughs> you guys yeah. just keep winning. I had, I had a number of different parlays going, but I also had parlays going with the Rams plus three. 
I was really hoping yeah. for them to come back and score a touchdown. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me Where too. That would have been sweet. But I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, with you on, I'm, I'm with you on Princeton plus eight tonight. Yeah, Princeton you know, it's a little it like seems a little high, doesn't it? It does. I also I like the over in the Pennsylvania Brown game. Pennsylvania over Brown over. You do. Huh? I'm thinking over. about jumping on this. Yeah. What about I mean, Penn? Are we, are we pushing our luck? I don't know. I've been riding UL Monroe overs too. The game yeah, right yeah, before yeah, Lafayette. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, the other belt game, huh? Yeah, yeah, look at this, guys. Exactly. The last time at battle. Look at this, guys, too. The last time Penn play, played Brown, 99-93. The time before that, 95-90. <laughs> last two times they played. It's been tracked. There you go. I'm uh, looking at Penn right now. Penn are on a uh, 4-0 over streak right now. But Brown... Of course, Brown, big, uh, what can Brown do for you? The big downers. Four straight unders <laughs> they've got. So, yeah, yeah, I think Penn can win this game as well. Yeah, they're up, I know they're an offensively efficient team. Yep, Penn, very offensively so what, efficient. What are you doing, uh, Slick Picks, for, uh, for March Madness? Who's, are you, are you going to be that? Well, I, I don't know. New Jersey's pretty close for March Madness. That's, uh, that could be a possibility. Yeah, you know what? I, lo- I love Vegas. We'll go out to Vegas again. But March Madness is around the corner, and exactly. I were thinking uh, Atlantic City for a couple of days. Maybe at night at the Meadowlands or something. The, the rooms in Atlantic City are a little pricey right now. I did look for the weekend, March Madness. They're not screwing around. They, you know, they're gouging, actually. It sucks. But still cheaper than flying out west and hotels and the whole production and everything, right? And So, yeah, we're thinking Atlantic City. If not, you know, we got the FanDuel book which is a big complex. It's cool. But Atlantic City would be nice to mix it up a little bit. You know, it would be nice weather. you got the boardwalk and a beach, and you got uh, you got all the casinos and stuff, Cam, right? You know, you got a golden nugget there. There's a Tropicana there. That's the thing, uh, man. Like resorts. Vegas like, we'll have a choice. Is, you know, we can mix Vegas it up. Is, go party. Hey, we'll watch Vegas. the early games there, and let's go over to the other yeah. casino later there. Borgata is a great yeah. place there here in Vegas, in, in Atlantic City. Yeah. Vegas is a long you ever been there? Too, man. Slick picks? I've never been, been in there. I've only been there a couple of times, but uh, you know it's it's all right. But again, they never had sports betting, so it might, it might be that might, it might really uh, energize the whole place. Exactly, the places are all going to be packed because of the sports betting. It's a new dynamic. It's not you know exactly. So that's sort of on the radar. Like you said, instead of just going to the airport, the whole like you said, Ken, the big production back, five hour flight, oh two hours at the airport, and yeah, Atlantic City, my brother, New York. Come to New York, well, you can drink on the train here. <laughs> we'll come, we'll just get sloshed, hop on the train, and we'll be in Atlantic City in two, two hours and 40 minutes. Well, and the other thing is, you know, there may be other hotels that might not be too far away from Atlantic City, so they don't get gouged by staying right there. Well, you're exactly right. I'll be honest with you, bro. Last night I looked, I looked right on the boardwalk. <laughs> I was like, boardwalk? So, yeah, like yeah. the Caesars and Borgata is like 300 a night, but... You're right. Like there was a Best Western for like 150 and stuff, like three miles from from the the from, from the strip and stuff. So I, it's on the radar, guys. I think it'd be fun, shake it up a little bit, you know. Instead of just, well, I'll be in Vegas again, again. We'll do it for sure, you know. I get out there to get my money for these stupid contests every year. But I'm feeling Mar- March Madness. It's not Vegas, not on the rise. I'm going to do it East Coast style this year. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing like the first weekend of the NCAA's. You know. There's nothing like it. Oh, I love that. Thing. The Thursday, Friday is great. 
Oh, it's amazing. And then Saturday, it's like survival of the fittest. Like, <laughs> you'll notice even on the Saturdays, it's like, hey, those guys who are at the table aren't here anymore for the first two. Like, it's like one by one, then by Sunday, book's dead. You know what I mean? People are done. Like, there's a few guys You're the celebrating. last guy yeah. standing. Except for Rock, Chuck, Jayhawk. Remember, remember that old dude yeah, 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 yeah. Jayhawk's windbreaker? That guy was a real piss tank. He hang in there. But he we got lucky. Weekend. Yeah. <laughs> we got lucky because I won. I won a. I won a big Michigan bet, and my plane was oh, like with an Houston? hour later. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I literally yeah. cashed the money and got in a taxi, and I would have lost the rest of the money. I would have lost the late bets and stuff. So it worked out. <laughs> well, the thing is, usually after that weekend, you need a twelve-step program. You know. Yeah, 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 good call. Me, I'm still recovering <laughs> from last weekend. I'm going to the Raptor Nick game tomorrow night. All right, Slick Picks. Yeah, right, thanks for the picks. Good luck with that game. Good luck with yeah, that don't game be a stranger. You, you, you betting us a new Alliance League? You betting some football? Uh, I, I'm not betting any overs. If I'm going to bet anything, I'm going to bet unders because I'm not sure these offenses can put together any points, even though the exactly. rules are all geared toward friggin' offense. They haven't played together yet. That's what I say. They had like an eight-day camp. I'll tell you right now. I said earlier in the show, too, early in the morning show. We're on every day, 9 to noon, too, um, uh, Slick Picks. The shoes are called in the morning. Don't be a stranger, bro. But I, I said the Bye, same guys. thing. Thanks, Slick Picks. I said the same thing, guys. I think you could blindly bet all four unders, and you probably go three and one. You know? Maybe two and two, but I, I think you go three and one. But I like uh, I like the little knowledge. Slick Picks a great gambler, Rabano. He's been around he a while. and. He lives. He lives in in Ivy League country, so you, you could tell he knew what he was talking about with the Ivy League games. Well, as long as the one over is the Arizona game, I'm happy. The rest of them can stay under. Uh, everyone will win. <laughs> the hot shots <laughs> and the stallions. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, NBA basketball. Let's get into the NBA. Oh, we got a one with Mac. What's it? Kent State and Akron. Kent State actually don't suck. Akron or 10 and 1. We're going to have a few picks on the board here tonight. All right, so NBA basketball, Babano. Uh, Cleveland are getting 10 at Washington. Total's 220 there. It's a lot of points that game. Denver's getting four right now at Philadelphia. New York Knicks at 7.5 at Detroit. Uh, Brooklyn Nets are laying eight. Karis Levert comes back tonight, guys. Good for him. Karis Levert comes back tonight. They're laying eight. Milwaukee are six and a half point row favorites right now. Golden State lay fifteen at Phoenix. Uh, Anthony Davis comes back. They're laying six. That might be a little high actually, even though Minnesota are gutless. Then you got Miami and Sacramento. Um, the games I'm looking at, I would say Dallas plus the points. Sacramento at home. Brooklyn's gonna win, but what do you parlay them with? I don't really want to lay the eight, and I don't trust the Pelicans, even though Davis is back. You know they traded a lot of guys. So uh, what do you make of the NBA card tonight, Bano? Yeah, I'm in no rush to bet against or bet on uh, the teams that made the big deals in the Eastern Conference uh, before the trade deadline. I'm thinking of Philly and Milwaukee uh, in particular. In fact, I like Denver in that game uh, against the Sixers a little bit, and I like Dallas a little bit against Milwaukee. You just can't expect you know, for the Sixers to put Tobias Harris in there all of a sudden. Just things click right away. Takes time for chemistry to develop. Takes time for Brett Brown to you know get the right uh, rotation that he wants, the number of minutes that he wants with his guys. And I think you could say the same thing about Milwaukee bringing Miritich in. So you know you can't just automatically assume that you got new players 
uh, and they're just going to slide right into the, the onto the court and just be great, and the team's going to take off right away. I think there's that game or two where there could be a little bit of an adjustment period and maybe a few bumps in the road before things start to you really start to see the assets and the additions that those players bring. So I kind of like Denver plus the points against the Sixers and also that Dallas game against Milwaukee. What are you looking at, Cameron? The NBA. I like where Babano's going with that. I think, uh, and I think you were onto something too. I think Minnesota. I don't care if they're gutless; they might be worth a look tonight. I love that play. I think I'm going to go. I, I'm with Babano on everything that he said there. I think the Nuggets are. I think the Nuggets are a play. I think that's a good spot there. I like Dallas. If Doncic plays, I'm going to definitely take it. Home dog to six and a half points. Sign me up. I still think uh, Golden State might blow these guys. Fifteen's a lot of points, but now I'm going to lay off. And Minnesota, yes, Minnesota, Gabe. I don't care about Anthony Davis. Give me the, give me the Timberwolves at plus six two. Three, three dogs yeah, for I agree. you. There. Three dog night. Three dog night. Hey, Joy hey. to your bankroll. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> hey, Babano, uh, I thought you were going to sing a three dog down song yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm your kryptonite. Uh, yeah. Uh, St. Louis and St. Joseph's, Babano. We didn't hit that game. What do you think of that one? St. Joe's and uh, St. Joe's and uh, St. Louis. In the Billikens have the potential to be one of the best teams in this conference. They're very good, especially at the defensive end of the court. They play slow. They're very def- good at that end of the court, but they've also been very inconsistent uh, as of late. They really went through some struggles, and now all of a sudden they're looking like they're starting to turn things around a bit. I think the arrow might be pointing up on them. I still want to see them play another game before I trust them. I think they're a slight road favorite in that game against St. Joseph. St. Joseph has had a lot of issues. It's not been the same quality team for Phil Martelli this year. They've had some injuries. Uh, I would only look St. Louis there. Yeah, it's Princeton up to three now, seven too. Right now. Yeah. Princeton yeah. at seven? Yeah, yeah just beware with St. Joseph's. That team is down a good notch or two from where they've been in years past. This has been a tournament team under Phil Martelli more than once uh, in recent seasons. It's not quite that same Hawks team. They're they're a little bit down this season. Yeah, Phil Martelli, that guy's been coaching there for years, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's been. Yeah, it's like Rick Bird. It's like Rick Bird at Belmont. He's been there forever. I don't. I think he's going to be coaching there another 20 years at this point. There's... There's also an early line for the Saturday game, uh, UVA, Virginia, and Duke, the game of the day tomorrow. Who Do you have a, a lean there? I was thinking about uh, Virginia What's and a revenge line? spot against Duke. Uh, Virginia, too. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you, Cam. I, I would only be. take Virginia. I would only take Virginia there. They've got a chance to make some adjustments. Duke got the game by the skin of their teeth at, at Cameron Indoor. Now you got to go to Virginia. And ever since that loss to Duke, uh, Virginia's gone right back to pulverizing teams again. They've been absolutely dominant. They want this game. They don't want to lose the season series 0-2. You know, you know, this is two teams battling for a uh, regular season title uh, in the ACC, so they can't afford to lose this one. I think they make their adjustments. I think Duke's uh, offense just not going to hum as well on the road, you know, as it did at Cameron Indoor. You know, that pack line defense can maybe negate Zion a little bit, force Duke to make threes, and that's their one Achilles heel. They're not a great perimeter shooting team. So uh, I think Virginia's got a good chance to get that game. Let me see where the line is. It's got to be out there by now. Let me just check. Yeah, it is. It's two, uh, Virginia two or two and a half. I found a two, but I see some two and a halfs out there too. Yeah, I'd lay the two. And as long as it's a, I was looking at laying three or less. If I could get three or less with Virginia, I'd be look. I'd be definitely looking at betting them. And that's the case. I like that number. Um, Ian Cameron, rightwager.com. Rightwager.com. Thank you for the time of a battle. What's the big Thanks, plan uh, this weekend? What are you doing? You're gonna go out to your boys and get drunk and hammer. 
Uh, we don't know yet. Uh, to be determined. Uh, we'll, we'll wait and see. Uh, maybe for the UFC. We might be going to Sulis Joe's in Hamilton here to watch the uh, UFC card tomorrow night and the football and the Alliance football and the hockey, all that stuff. So should be a fun weekend. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Man, these numbers are going crazy right uh, now. I know. That's what I say. That game's nine to six and a half. Princeton at Yale. Craziness. It just popped back up to seven and a half. It went from eight when we started talking about it. It went all the way down to six and a half in the last like seven minutes. And you know, I'm I'm talking about uh, I'm looking at you know one specific book here right now, but now it just popped back up to seven and a half. So there's, you know, like I said, just coincidental once again, Cam, right? That all the movement, silly. We start talking about these games. Um, maybe people are fading us, too, for all we know. I don't um, know. It's a degenerate special tonight. Think about the people that are betting tonight. Like, you look at the board, right? What is it tonight? There's a few NBA games. You got Ivy League Friday night with the Metro Atlantic action. Like these are only like, true old... DJs are. Yeah, yeah. These are your hardcore. These are guys like we play games tonight. These are people who've been betting for years. This is nobody dipping their uh, beak in the water. These are people that uh, you know they swim in uh, tidal waves. That's what that's what we're dealing with. Old school veteran DJs card tonight. That's it. People with gambling hockey problems. Game. Let's just call it up for what it is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Let's call it up for what it is. People, people we're who gamble jumping too on much. Ivy League games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're, you, people who play too much are playing tonight. Yes. It went from screw the Ivy League <laughs> to us all like, too. oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Princeton like looked real good. Yeah, Princeton looked good. Yeah. Like, I don't know about them. I, I like them a hell of a lot I'm better still loving nine, Big I can tell you call. that. <laughs> I'm still loving Big Cats, Cole. Who's your future pick to win the Alliance Football League? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. I wouldn't mind Why watching them play. Play the game yet? Yeah. <laughs> Same thing too. Like um, everyone's saying, all right. Like uh, well, you know, we need a favorite team. We have Jim Day and this morning. Everyone in the chat. Everyone's like, you know, uh, San Antonio was getting some love. The Commandos. <laughs> I was like, yeah, maybe I'll be a Commando guy. San San Antonio Commandos. But uh, I got to let this happen organically, Cam. I got to watch the league, and it's like any league, right? right? I'm going to hate a team or two after a few weeks, and there'll be a few teams. Hopefully, there's a team that's good for me. And whatever team wins me money, that's a team I'll be a fan of. Exactly. <laughs> like, let's say, like, I'll be like, one month from now, one month from now, one month from now, Cam, like, I'll have a team. I'll be like, yeah, 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 I'm a yeah. legend guy. You know what I mean? They're, they're going to cover this week. Birmingham, I got to watch. Good to me. <laughs> yeah, I got to watch they the cover. I, I can't, yeah. They're covering. It's like name. It's like naming a kid before seeing him. 